It's Monday, y'all. You know what that means. It's just the Yes and Matt, Joe and Steve, jamming our jaws and shooting the breeze. Let's bring the boys down. One, two, three. Woo! How are we doing today, folks? This is Joseph Stones. Captain. Steve. And we have a special guest today. Uh, Pat. He's a friend of ours, grown up from school. And uh, Pat, what do you do for a living now? Uh, I'm a Walmart. No, just kidding. Uh, I work with the New Jersey Devils. So, so that's going to come up later in uh, some fan nasty sports. Absolutely, you can take that over. So, uh, what, what I'm going to kick it off with today is uh, a little sorority sensibility. This girl's name is Rebecca Martinson. And do you know who Rebecca is? She's a super whore. She was the one that uh, wrote the letter to all the rest of the sisters. And She's still around. Said that she was going to cunt oh, punch somebody. Oh, she was fucking bad. Oh. oh, she got a job on <laughs> on Vice. Who gave that girl a job? She has a job there, and it, like she, she's all right looking. Like, what I did? It. Oh, I did that. I get it. She's about a four. So this is how it goes. That's the super spot. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's not the super spot. Oh, okay. That's the one that like told them all they were a bunch of fucking assholes. Oh, all right, that's right. Yeah, she was still pretty ruthless. So uh, th- this is the article she wrote. If you use the internet in the last seven months, you know who I am. <laughs> if you noted a sudden resurgence of the term cunt punt in daily conversation, if you've watched the Michael Shannon video where he spits off enough swear words to make his parents spit in their graves like hurricanes, or if you're one of the lucky souls who are just matched up with me on Tinder, you know who I am. I'm Rebecca Martinson, the so-called deranged sorority girl. But let's cut the shit. I know that 60% of you will read this, call me a slut, and think, what kind of fucked up household did this girl live in? I love when Joe does <laughs> To answer your question, I lived on a nice street in a nice neighborhood in a nice suburb of Maryland. Everything around me was boring. There's nothing to do. There's still nothing to do. The most interesting part of my family is my parents keep the house at 50 degrees during the winter to save on heating. Jesus Christ. My family is the definition of waspy. Obviously, I'm not included in that dictionary entry. Because there's nothing to do in my hometown besides walk around the mall and say, let's go check out the Clarence Racks at Abercrombie and Fetch. And my, my classmates and I had sex. All the time. Everywhere. She is a whore. Even the weird kids. Listen, even the weird kids in my high school received hand jobs in the back of the AP calculus Busting loads on the chemistry textbooks they would need later that day. It wasn't That's even awesome. because we wanted to fuck all the time. It was because we everyone was so bored. We thought <laughs> I, wish I went to that school. What the fuck? We I thought, out. hey, we might as well diddle each other and see who gets caught first. <laughs> but after a certain point, screen around during class got old. Once we realized our teacher had an online Scrabble addiction and the fucking Pope could walk into the classroom with all the cardinals and our teacher would never notice, we no longer found sex exciting. But we continued fucking in college. Wow. And I end up dating douchebag during my freshman year at UMD. 
<laughs> this bitch is fucking out of control. <laughs> I know the stereotype about girls falling for jackasses, but that's not how our relationship started. I could have done better than douchebag. Although he's a nice guy, he wasn't the smartest or the best looking. If I hadn't come along, he'd still be a virgin. I've been told I have a tendency to date down. But other than that, I don't have any way to justify a relationship other than to say I'm fucking stupid. That's also why I convinced my best friend, we'll call her Kiki, to blow douchebag. She gets her friend to her boyfriend. That's insane. I need to find this. The first semester of freshman year, Kiki and I drove up from Virginia Tech, where they had been partying, to spend a couple of nights blacking out at UMD, where I actually go to school. I told Kiki I'd give her a free bottle of Burnett's if she blew my boyfriend. Wow. A handle of Burnett's cost around $15, which was about $2.6 million to us, considering we were college freshmen who had no clue how to budget and already spent $900 drunk eating Papa John's in one semester. To us, cheap-ass liquor was like golden liquid inside a diamond-encrusted bottle. (laughs) Who wouldn't suck dick for that? I feel like I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) Around 8.30 p.m., Kiki and I arrived at Douchebag's dorm room. His room was a dump. The poor kid lived in a triple, a tiny room meant to be shared by three students, so we had the pleasure of making awkward conversation with Douchebag's roommates as we waited for him. His cool roommate was gone, but his other roommate was still in the room. This roommate was pasty. Not pasty as in pale, but pasty as there was nothing interesting about him. And if you put him next to a jar of Miracle Whip and left me in a room with him in the jar, you'd find me chatting with the inanimate condiment and not him. Wow. So apparently, pasty is bad as a shitty characteristic. (laughs) Eventually, douchebag arrived and kicked this piece of shit out of the room. Like, why is he a piece of shit just because he's pasty? This girl's mean. He probably had a big dick. (laughs) The three three of us were the only ones left. We pounded shots. I wasn't going to give a double blowjob sober. Do I I look like a fucking hooker? After eight or so shots, Kiki called it quits on the booze and decided it was time to earn that handle of vodka. Douchebag dropped trowel. He did the pants dance, shuffled his boxers to his knees, and then suddenly, there was his dick. I went down at him first because I was the lucky lady dating this winter. (laughs) (laughs) Nickname douchebag. (laughs) A smash Kiki tried to wrap her lips around his dick, but there was the plot twist. Douchebag couldn't get his dick up. I don't don't know how he couldn't get a boner. I distinctly recall him refraining from chugging vodka so he could get it up. I distinctly recall licking Kiki's right nipple for no reason whatsoever other than that we could both get hammered and go topless. I distinctly recall Kiki giving up because if two moderately attractive topless girls can get you hard, what will? I really wish this story ended with a climax, a threesome, or Kiki and me getting it on since douchebag couldn't carry his weight. To be fair, his dick was big and a lot of weight to carry. Instead, Kiki grabbed a box of Lucky Charms so bad. and sprayed the cereal around the room like a pop bottle of champagne. And douchebag and I did something that was unmemorable. Sadly, Anal. not every night ends in orgies and cocaine. 
pretty sad. There is this fucking psycho bitch. What's it? Rebecca we, Martin. Can we friend her? <laughs> yeah, we, we, need, well, we need to get I need to get her on Tinder. I want to swipe right on her on Tinder. <laughs> what is Tinder? What is that? Oh, uh, it's dude, like a, it's a fucking date in it. It's like hot or not when we were in high school. And then if you oh, both yeah. like each other, it, it allows you to chat. I'm fucking team swipe right. You don't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> you match up and they're fat and ugly. You're just like, you know, what's the difference between jelly and jam? And they're like, I don't know. And you're like, I can't jelly my dick in your ass. Oh, yeah, you gotta go. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go on Tinder. <laughs> you're a girlfriend. I just want to check it out. Yeah, know. Yeah, he's not doing... He's just researching I'm for... Yeah, he's researching for I the gotta show. have it in my frame of reference. So yeah, d- double blowjob, potentially, right? Yeah, for sure. We'll see. All right, so fantasy uh, sports, Pat. Let's uh, let's hear a little bit about what you actually do there for the New Jersey Devils, buddy. All right, so what I do is I kind of work with some of the um, I it off. I uh, work with some businesses that want to come into the use the Devils to kind of bring up you know their uh, uh, clients to the games and everything. So I do ticket sales for the Devils on the business side and also on the personal side. If you guys want season tickets, uh, go ahead and get a hold of me, and awesome. uh, you know. We do help out with autograph sessions and stuff around game days and whatnot, so we're always there. So you're like the drug dealer for the people who want the tickets. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm the guy on the back you of the street. You got the hookup. I'm like, yo, come to my desk. You want some of this? That's pretty <laughs> so, awesome. So basically, if we get him a Just BS shirt, he's going to give us, you know, tickets to the season. Oh, uh, you guys can come anytime you want. I get two tickets per game. It's funny uh, because you never know how many friends you have until... Uh, the Rangers come to town, and then all of a sudden, like, tickets. yeah, they're like, oh, we're coming to Jersey right around that time. It's like weird how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Buy your own damn tickets. <laughs> damn. But no, I give them out. I so, so who have you met? Like the, I got to hang out with Marty Verdor. That's uh, cool. Great guy. He might be on the move tomorrow, so we're waiting to hear, uh, see where he's going for that. Um, uh, let's see who else. You, you, you guys are shipping Marty Verdor. Uh, he wants to leave. Uh, he wants really? to test the free agency, so uh, you know we're gonna let him test it. We have Corey Schneider at net right now, who's just a beast. Uh, he was top three in most categories and top five in pretty much all of them. So uh, you can't have that on the bench when the number seventeenth goalie in the NHL is uh, starting. So. That's pretty wild, though. You got to hang out with Marty Bordeaux. Well, we didn't go watch him as kids. Remember that? We did. So uh, we he was like, like six. We were signing autographs, and uh, well, not me, but he was. <laughs> and uh, he looked at. I was like, "Hey, Marty, I remember watching you play with Utica." And he just stopped autographing like halfway through. He was like, yeah. he looks at me, and goes, "That was a long freaking yeah, time." Ago. <laughs> I was like, 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 yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> That's crazy. So, like elementary. Uh, Tim Sestito. Uh, from Rome. Who, who's yeah. that? Uh, so <laughs> he, he's on the team, uh, so we get to see him during the autograph sessions and stuff. So it's pretty cool to see a hometown guy. That's all just like sports management. That's what you went to school. Yep, I went to school that. out in Niagara University for that. Uh, so I did internships for WrestleMania when it was down in uh, Miami. Got to meet all the wrestlers and That's stuff. That's awesome. Uh, I was fan. on the field. <laughs> I'm not a wrestling fan, but all That's the girls really cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at the Super Bowl when the Giants beat the Patriots the second time on the field. Wow. And then... Uh, dick. <laughs> and then some other cool Dropping everything. <laughs> Changing my whole life. <laughs> now, like, any of the games and stuff, have you met like other like random celebrities or anything there? Um, Shaq is there a lot because he's from Newark, so uh, he'll come to the games whenever he's in town. Uh, he got to drive the Zamboni one time, well, on the back of it, so <laughs> he's like, ah, if I wreck you, I got enough money. But uh, no one too famous other than that. Um, but you met, uh, what's his face, Ming from uh, Comic Book Man? 
I did. So I'm sitting in my office. He's a cool dude. I'm sitting in the office during uh, the game one night, and uh, someone's like, "Do you know who that is?" And I was like, "Oh shit, he kind of looks familiar, but." No, like, to be honest with you, and he was like, oh, that's me. And I was like, wait, I kind of know you. <laughs> he just sat and bullshitted with us for, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, and then he was like, all right, I'm going to go watch the game. So, yeah, Like, all those guys are big Devils fans. A few, like, last month I went down, and they got, like, fucking shrine. Like, it, it, it's almost... Was supposed, so one of them was supposed to get a Devil's tattoo on the show. Remember they were all supposed to get shitty tattoos? Walt was supposed to. Walt, Walt yeah. was never getting He backed out. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he left them at the tattoo shop. Yeah, he's like, I, go. <laughs> I, I was kidding about getting tattoos. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, everything. But like, like the store, because like Kevin Smith's also a big Devils fan. It's like the mm-hmm. inside of a fucking stadium. They have like all different jerseys and oh, Devils cool. banners and shit like all hanging from the top. It, it looks wicked, wicked dope. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we have three since the Rangers won their last one, so no big deal. <laughs> so, uh... You get, you get nothing news or you want me to go right in and do Shushu? Uh, no, I got something. I thought this was, it's not too crazy, kind of crazy. I thought so. If you're in Valley City, North Dakota, and you're looking for a coffee or Wi-Fi, and you decide that you want to stop with the Bolt, you should check it out immediately. People leave two bucks, there ain't no change. So they're actually people are actually fifteen percent more generous when there's nobody working there. And they're killing it. <laughs> Doing nothing. <laughs> Just raking in the dough. That's, that's almost better than having like hand jobs at the top. I think that's a question. Like some dude runs in their rabbits. Like this is a Uh, David Breck said, you know, all his friends and family, everybody thought he was crazy. And now he is surprised that more uh, businesses that are, you know, run on the honor system are not popping up. Well, there's a place my parents go to get corn does the same thing. I mean, that's only corn, but... You just throw in a couple bucks inside the little thing. Yeah, and take yeah you want. see the pumpkin farms do it too. Yeah, right? yeah but, but like, like, this is a fucking it's a business. business. Yeah, it's it's a legitimate business. You just go, you can hang out there all day. They always going to kick you out. <laughs> if, if you're homeless, that's the place to be. <laughs> that's like, that's how it's I thought of it. Like, how it works out? Uh, actually, the story didn't say. I don't. I don't know if it's open twenty four seven. No, or the not, employees want to go home sometime. Yeah, there's nobody. <laughs> there. I imagine he's got to swing by every now and then. Somebody's got to be putting a coffee there. But. Open it up. Like, I'm kind of curious. I want to go there. I don't know. I just tried to thought like if there was like something around Wisconsin? here. Wisconsin? No, North Dakota. North Dakota. Valley, Valley View, North Dakota. Let me know how that goes. It's the only place that has internet. I, it's working pretty <laughs> damn good over there. But like you couldn't have something like that around here. All you got to do is come in, make the pastries, make the coffee, and then come in. Dude, and I wouldn't even make the coffee. I'd be like, you guys are making your damn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that was something in Rome, if that was something where we live, like the ship would be out of business in a week. For sure, yeah, you'd have yeah, nothing. You'd have to. It's it's got to be like the best little tiniest town in the. Yeah. It's Pleasantville. Pleasantville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've never been there. there but, uh, Kobe Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. Let's hear this douchebag. All the right, the, this douchebag is Diane Stretton. Douchebag. Anybody hear about she Diane? Sounds like a hooer. No. She's like this fucking sixty-something-year-old lady who was hired by this California family in March to be their nanny. 
Okay. Uh-huh. And after about a month of working, she said due to health complications, she can no longer work. Sounds legit. Okay. But she fucking refuses to leave these people's houses. <laughs> She's squatting in the house. She like barricaded herself in the fucking room. Like, like this is she only own. comes out to fucking eat. Like so, she doesn't take care of the kids or anything anymore, and just fucking lives in their house. just lives in their house. That's scary. So the fired California nanny who wouldn't leave is blaming the weather, the media, <laughs> and physical disabilities as the reason she hasn't moved out of her former employee's home. But she said she will be out by July 4th under certain conditions. Oh, she's making setting the, <laughs> setting the tone? Oh, oh, <laughs> this is your house. I'll tell you what you're doing. <laughs> she, she says that uh, the weather has... She's 64. And she said... In an email this weekend sent to her former employer's lawyer... She said she tried to move out of the house, but there were always a bunch of news vehicles right in front of the house. The media needs to be completely gone before I continue moving. She said her departure will now be delayed by the coming heat wave. (laughs) (laughs) The temperature over the next five days is expected to be near 100 degrees. I can't work in that kind of heat. This is like a typical American. She said in her email (laughs) that she wants to be able to sleep in her former employer's home for three more nights and to be able to shower in their bathroom. If the media stays away, I will be out by July 4th. But that depends on the circus not continuing. The former employers are going to be gone, but they're going to have people like there or whatever. And, like, this bitch is just like, I'm not... How come going? police are not dragging her out That's of the house? Because, like, technically they tried to serve her the 30-day notice, and she's, like, she's threatened to sue them with elder abuse and, like, all this shit. Elder abuse? You moved into someone else's house? Throw the bitch out. Right. At this point, there would be a thing. She is listed on California's vectitious litigant list, which is people who just keep trying to fucking sue people and, like... Rep- repetitive like legal things or whatever I so this that. whole thing was like a ploy to try to sue a fucking family like, she tried suing her fucking son her sisters wow, all this shit what a douchebag well she can't work so she's got to make her millions off somebody so fucking dang straight <laughs> <laughs> you are a douchebag <laughs> that's crazy you're a douchebag Fucker. Matt, you got anything for us? I got a captain's complaint. Oh, it's here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can we talk about weddings? Yeah. Can we talk about... Nice. I was that, just that one. It is the biggest fucking con in the world. <laughs> I got to go to your wedding. <laughs> I did. I know. This is bullshit. Well, I'm not coming anymore. Don't go. It's a con. You understand what the... No, the con is the price for a wedding. Like, oh, yeah. I happen to have a big family... My fiance Adams has a big family. There is no way in hell, if you want to do it at any place decent, that you could do it with under twenty five thousand dollars. There's not even a you don't how have how many a, people are you having at your wedding? Probably about three hundred. Damn. Yeah, there, but there's no way. I don't even know three hundred people. <laughs> I don't know three hundred either. My, hey, my, hey, my, we have two hundred eighty five followers on Facebook, guys. So we almost know. All more no boys. We're bringing everybody. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come to Matt's wedding. You know, I got that Italian mother. She's invited my, you know, my fourth and fifth cousins that I've never even seen in my entire life. <laughs> sound like a pussy. Hey, as long as they bring money, as long as they bring money, tell you, them you, to show you, up. You, you've met my mom. You've I have met my mother. I cannot man up. Joe, can I ever man up and tell my mom that? No, no. 
But Carol is an angel wrapped in a saint. It's ridiculous, and the whole, like, just the whole, everything surrounding it. Actually, I found a funny little article on the Huffington Post, and it was a Craigslist. A lady was, she's 26 years old, and she she's a professional bridesmaid. That's awesome. That is, that's actually a great, that's, that's a great job. You work what? I mean, especially if you can get to like a rich clientele. Dude, you work during the summer and you get paid to get fucking you know, shit. People like really don't have friends. On it, yeah, well, yeah, but she might be a 10. And now she's, want a hot girl she puts in her like shit that she, oh my God. Yeah, we don't know. One of her, one of her jobs things that she put that she will hold the girl's 15 layers of wedding, whatever, so she can pee. Like she's all about like being like wow. the best bridesmaid like ever when she's there. So, so, so what's the complaint, man? That wedding's a fucking con and how expensive it is. I just think that's kind of a neat... That's a con, too, though, to be a professional bridesmaid. Dude, that's fucking... That's like wedding crashers and getting paid to do it. Yeah, you don't even have to crash. Matt's pissed because he's paying for it. He's getting paid for it. Hold on, doesn't... Uh, uh, I need a groomsman. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> her father... Yeah. Isn't her father paying for this? Traditionally, this is how it's going down? Back in the day, that's what... Back in the day, I mean, that's how... But, you know, traditionally, a lot of more... You know, I... And a lot of my friends have to pay for their weddings. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. know. I'm never gonna I was told after a certain age, like you guys, the f- the couples expected to do that. I screwed up. But, like, it, it all, it all really depends on the family. Kind Some of families are like, like very traditional, yeah. very into that shit. Other families are like, fuck that. I'm buying. Well, you know, let's face it. Some families are better off than others. And I mean, you know, like, you know, if you know your parents can't afford it, you're gonna end up paying for it. For it. But, but it if just, Steve ever gets married, I know it's gonna be tuxedo t-shirts and fucking. I'm not getting. <laughs> I busted out a tuxedo t-shirt at my little sister's wedding after all the photos were taken. Sexiest man alive. <laughs> you are sexy though. I, I work out. So, I work. I, mean, I don't work out. I'm sexy. So don't So what do you got for everyday celebrities there, Steven? Uh, Pat, you want to take this one? You had one? I mean, I like yours better. You're both. You both. I like one A and one B. Go ahead. I'll let you go first. Kyle Carpenter, he's a real action hero. He's an everyday celebrity. He is a U.S. Marine. He's one of eight living people who is going to receive the Medal of Honor for a service in Iraq or Afghanistan. Um, But it didn't come without sacrifice. He jumped on a live grenade to save uh, his troops, and he saved a whole bunch of lives doing it. He's disfigured. He's all fucked up, but you know what? I applaud his effort. I've seen the pictures of him online. I can never jump on a live grenade. The the initial, the initial, he was fucked up. But like all the plastic surgery and shit they've done, like he, he... doesn't look that bad at all now. Like, yeah, still, I, that's a lot of balls, man. Oh yeah, that means a lot of balls. That means balls the size of fucking King Kong. Like, basically, act of valor. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Way to go, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got for us, Pat? Absolutely. So I was listening to the uh, ra- uh, country radio station today. You know, when I come home, I like to get out of the hip-hop world of New York City. Douche, baby. And uh, <laughs> Next week, douche, douche. I was listening to the, the country station around here, and uh, this little kid was chosen for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. All excited. I, I want to say he was like five years old. I saw this. Uh, he had a, uh, could do whatever he wanted to do. He decided to buy... Uh, toys from Toys R Us and some other toy shop and bring them back to all the kids at the hospital. Nothing else. That was it. That's amazing. something. Yeah. Dominic something. Yeah, it's a Pittsburgh Children's Hospital. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Like, if I was five years old and I had some, like, fucking terminal 
You would never think about it. I would not be like... I'd be like, I want to meet fucking Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? It yeah. Would, it would, Dan Marino. It wouldn't be, I want to buy toys for all these other kids here. Exactly like, that. This kid. There's hope in America. I, I hope they figure out what's wrong with he's these He's got guys. leukemia. He's like, he's at it for like two years now. I don't think he's doing so good. I hope you get better, buddy. I hope he gets better, too. That's a good deal to do. We'll give it up yeah, first. Stop. Okay, let's go any toys. Speaking, speaking of a radio show on the way to work today. What's well, 1079? Who does it in the morning? Duran oh, Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran. So, one of the new guys on there, he came from California and he left a girlfriend that he called, like, psych- I don't know, whatever she was called. She was called Psycho on there. Do you feel and, his pain? Huh? Well, <laughs> yeah. well but, you, know, and, you know, so he left and she called him, like, you know, he was saying one morning he t- she texted him, like, 18 times and left, like, 15 voicemails, like, whatever. Like, she was a complete psycho. But she wrote a song for him, and it was called Sin City, no joke. And um, I thought they were busting his balls because the people got this song, like, from the radio station. And they're like, it's Grammy Award winning. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And no, they're like, no, it's really, actually really good. And um, they played it. It was really fucking good. Like, like no, she sang it. She sang it. She recorded it. But the best part was the guy that you know, the the guy that left from California. He goes, she recorded it with a dude that she was banging behind my back. No! And I'm like, this bitch is gonna win. This bitch is gonna win like an Emmy. I'm, it's gonna get big. I, I guarantee you. In the next few weeks, you hear of this song called like I think it's called Sin City or City of Lights, something. I like cities. I'm kind of. Uh... Excited to hear about this. Yeah. So let's see what uh, happens. Actually, speaking of you guys were just doing the pictures there. Do you guys see they did this uh, thing? There's a new thing called Ralphie's. And it's not selfies. A Ralphie is a relationship picture with you and your significant other. And Facebook um, did a poll that said that people who post their Ralphie's are actually 60 more percent disliked. Than people who are not. I hate Nobody when you rub knows. it in. I hate when you rub it in. Why? You're, you're like you don't like relationships? No, no, no. Well, I'm I'm awesome at them. That's why I'm not. A- <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I just got out of a long one because she didn't ever want to leave Buffalo. So I said, well, uh, I'm out. So, so you're heartbroken? No, I'm over it now. But. Best way to get over someone is get under someone else. So I did that. I guess I'm asking that. Well, I mean, when you see, like, in public and everything, I don't mind the holding hands because, you know, that's all cool and everything. But, like, straight making out and stuff, and then, like... That's so, like, ninth grade. And it, yeah, exactly. Like, can or you can go to the... Know? You see it all the time. They're, like, we're here, we're here, and I'm like, no shit, you check in everywhere. Like, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I really don't post what pictures on, on Facebook. When I do, it's normally uh, either my son or me, my wife, and my son. And, like, I don't consider that... Oh, family's healthy. one thing. Yeah, yeah, That's a felfy. Like, <laughs> 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 what I hate about my Facebook is if you want look at my Facebook, you'd think I'm an alcoholic because every time I'm drunk, I'm like not like that at all. That's usually once every six months. That's yeah. why my uh, Facebook I locked it so like when I was going on job interviews and everything, they couldn't see. Well, it you know, a lot of people. It's now, me hammered in white. A lot of people now have to delete their Facebook if they're going on job yeah. interviews. Like yeah. it's just well, that's why mine's got mine's private. And like honestly, over the last four years, it's it's like. Ashley Logan, Ashley Logan, and then it's like, party animal. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me anymore, sir. I, I, yeah, I really. I swear. So so we got some Twitbook topics. Uh, nobody besides Michael Amascola wanted to submit. Thanks, guys. You guys are really dedicated listeners. Way to go, assholes. assholes. Fucking jerk off. Nobody's even listening to us right now. Yeah, all right. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a bunch of dicks. <laughs> that was the first one. And, and, uh, we'll come butt your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Hide your moms for coming. I'm going to cock sneeze on all of them. <laughs> No, I love my mom. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love my mom. 
What's Mike want to know? He's got three things. The first one is... What about, well, Anthony, you're disqualified from this, but uh, oh. what about our current significant others made us want to commit to them? Sex. So it was just that she was putting it out for you and made you want to commit to them? It was really, it? really good sex, and it was often... Is it kinky and, or just like... Yeah, yeah. Do you get past doggy or is it like handcuffs? We, we, we do it all. <laughs> you don't we, know Steve. We do it all. <laughs> That's do what it I like hear. Steve, at one point in time at my old apartment, had what we called the sex dungeon. Nice. I did have a sex dungeon. He had a sex dungeon for a while. You gotta have them. I banged the girl the same. Remember I wore a diaper at your pajama yeah. party? <laughs> I was wearing a diaper. I had and sex that night. It. I had sex that night. <laughs> and we also, like, sick. Fuck he, had, awesome. he had a Keystone t-shirt and a fucking diaper. That's what his pajama Baby's was. here. Is that child porn? <laughs> I, I don't know. He, no, he put baby. He looked like corner. fucking baby Huey. Like, it, was it was fucking awesome. ridiculous. It was good. So sex is what made you commit to Katie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, but now I mean, I completely, you know, I got now. Know now. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know her, she's all right. She's a great lady. <laughs> she, she is. I love you, baby. Matthew, you know, I, when I dated, I've always dated like I've been in like long term relationships, and I usually just can't end up standing the girl after a while. And my uh, fiance now, I, I, you know, I love being with her. I don't, you know, she doesn't bother me. She gives me my space. She's, you know, she cares about me. She cares about everyone else. So I, I like that. Oh, yeah, she's not bad. That broke my heart. Yeah. Well, for me, me and Ashley were like, like best friends for like two the bombarder. For like two and a half years. Like she, she was your roommate at one time, Matt. Like we hung out all the time, and like it, it was almost like a gradual thing that happened to our what our relationship was, and. I don't know. She's probably the one girl that doesn't piss me off as much as other girls have in relationships. So, <laughs> as a I, I, I'll chalk that up as a win. You know? <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. Are you mad? You're, you're gonna feel pretty bad about this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! So, so his next was uh, manscaping, yay or nay? Yay! Absolutely. All day long. Anybody want to elaborate on this? Like, no, you gotta clean it up. I don't go like you know. Some people go bare. That I, I went bare. You go bare. Listen, bear. I, uh, I did it once, and I, like when it grew back into it, I felt like I had fucking crabs. Yeah. I, I, like, holy fuck. I just up. looked at myself. I'm like, I'm not even a fucking man right now. Like, <laughs> I, don't I don't have the body to go bare. So <laughs> he doesn't look good. I, I got nothing. I'm trying to hide this. <laughs> I got nothing to show. Like yeah. I shaved it so nice and cool in the summertime. There's not so much sweat. But no, now, Matt, rumor on the internet. Internet was that you, you've had special designs in your chest hair at different times in your life? Well, that's because my, my landscaper of my of my beard, you know, just ends up put a little design in my chest hair every now and then. He, he's he's I've had, been there. He's <laughs> had messages in it. Well, you've had cornrows. I don't shave cornrows in my hair. And a checkerboard. Yeah. <laughs> True story. Like, I, anybody I who in public. I am proud to say in Joseph will, you know, back me up on this. I was proud of my porn bush, my 70s porn bush in high school. Matt would sh- shave his pubes for fucking, like, 800 years. Wow, were they, like, they were, like, braggadocious? Like, I waited so long to get these. Like, <laughs> when Matt had boxer briefs on, it looked like he had padding. Yeah. Yeah. Really? No way. I was proud of my porn bush. Wait, really? He thought it was cool. Yeah. Like, it was the I was expecting him to come out with a fucking just stash and yeah. everything. Like, I just like it when they... Because all you can get when you're, you know, younger is, like, like early porn. Like, it's all you can find. Like, we didn't have, like, the internet. Like true, Debbie does Dallas. It was everywhere. Yeah, like, <laughs> I had a, See, my porn was touchy. It was like on the seventies porn. Are you kidding me? We all put on Channel seventy four. Oh, and the spice Every once in a while, it'd come in half the commercials. Like, that might be a tit. It might be an elbow. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> the commercials. 
I had a couple friends that had the cheater box. I'd love to yep. sit over there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We all be sitting there. there. We all want to jerk off, but it's really <laughs> weird. Like, just put blanket over. We had a buddy. Uh, he moved out, and uh, we were all the guys were helping him move out and everything. And we kind of talked about it. And we're just like. Who hasn't jerked off in the house? And everyone was just like, no one raised their hand. <laughs> you sick fucks. <laughs> he was not happy with all of us, but uh, it all happens. Shitty. That's so fucking normal. See, like, anybody who knows me and Steve know that we're both fucking massively hairy men. I'm really hairy. Like, we're, we're fucking, like, fucking gri- like gorilla nation. Same hair. I, mean? uh, I got a sweater. Yeah, me too. So, I'm like, so excited about these little <laughs> Coming in. More, more times than I like to admit admit to, me and Steve have shaved each other's backs. Matt has definitely shaved my back. Like I, I've stepped up. Oh, man, I had you. I, had my I feel like you have to. Yeah. You had, have you, you haven't gave Logan the Clippers He's yet? three years old. My I, I gave Isabella the Clippers. She's four. Oh, my God. I had to have it shaved. I was so <laughs> bad, dude. She just <laughs> Dude, I, like, she couldn't. Did, like, did it look like a tiger attack? Yeah, it was bad. It was really <laughs> bad. Holy shit. It was horrible. Never again. <laughs> Stupid you gotta have, my part. I mean, friends got to step up on that. I saw oh, a guy that... Try to do it himself, and you can see that. Dude, they, they, they've come up with this thing that, like, connects to a fucking shaver. Your razor? Yeah, it's like a stick, so you can just, like, shave your own back and stuff. I feel like that's too that's scary. Sh- I'd rather just... No, no, like, I shave a laser, man, one time. Call a buddy and be like, no, hey, it's like, For a laser, there's three different stages. You have to go for three times for each section. I've looked it up. Uh, one, of my, uh, one of my roommates looked invited that. Time. He, yeah. he was just like, oh, I want to try it. So he went and got lasered all done because really? he's one of those Jim Buff guys. Yeah. Whatever. He got rid of it, though. It looks nice. Like, it's never no, coming back? No, it's never coming back. That's crazy. Yeah. So, the, might la- go do the last one, last Twitbook topic from Mike, World Cup. Are you watching? And what's the extent you're watching? Anthony? Team USA right here, baby. Okay. I have their jersey, actually, as my background on my phone, so. So, you're a big soccer, soccer fan? fan? I, I, I go to the Red Bulls game, so, down in uh, the city. There's only one type of football in America. Go Bills! <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo fucking losers. <laughs> Matt? Well, I posted on my uh, my actual Facebook page today that if I see one more soccer player like <laughs> fall on the ground, act like he gets shot and tackled by Lawrence Taylor, that I'm going to ban watching soccer. And I actually do like. I mean, I have a friend who's really into soccer, like European soccer, and and I'm into it it's enough to watch the World Cup. But it's I just like hate like they're not like I'm sorry they're not athletes. Isn't there like, some guy going out fighting people? Yeah, see, I disagree. Like they're they're, they're in major shape. Like the, the world, the, the players in the World Cup are fucking athletes. They, That's they're they're wrong. Like you saw David Beckham in his underwear commercials, and you saw Cristiano Ronaldo after he got all his teeth fixed. Check out his younger age; he looks terrible. <laughs> anyway, and those are dudes, you, you kind of go in the captain's way. <laughs> no, we had uh, a girl. A girl at work. She's a huge Portugal fan. She's all she's Portuguese. That's so Ronaldo's we fuck Portuguese. with her and send uh, some uh, nasty up. photos of him just to because she's always like, "He's so hot." So yeah, but I mean, not no homo. But if you look at like you know, no their homo. bodies, you and you, you know, you look at Kellen Kaepernick or like Kellen Johnson's body, like it's it's athletic. The Billy's name close. I yeah, I yeah, give you okay. that. I give yeah, you that. Thank you. Not now, like. Ashley's not her father, but like her father's side of the family, all real big into soccer. Her uncle and a couple of her cousins went down to Brazil for some of the games. That is like one of her cousins was on ESPN. Like when they showed the crowd, like the American crowd. Like I posted the or her cousin posted a picture on there. He's got the American flag. But the funny thing is, this is like her uncle. This, this was last week. Yeah, oh, wow. like last Thursday's game. Her uncle is sitting directly next to her cousin. 
But like they stopped like at her cousin, so they didn't make it to her uncle. Like, it, it was it was pretty. <laughs> so pissed. That's like that's. In, Have you been watching like? Yeah, I've been watching. So been watching ESPN is showing every smoke show hot girl in the crowd, and that is it. Like, yeah, I love it. It, it, it's we, awesome. I went to the World Baseball Classic years ago. Actually, yeah, we no, went. We, yeah, we went. We were, we Where were, was that at? It was, that was in Toronto. Toronto. Oh, okay. It was USA versus Venezuela. Dude, we got tickets and we ended up, we were sitting on the Venezuela side. Oh my god! There was just tens. So I was ready to move to Venezuela. Like Matt, no, Matt goes, dude. We should seriously look into moving to Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, like starting like a, like you know what we do. Did like, you guys even watch the game? I I couldn't. Yeah. It was like, and you know what? We had awesome seats for like wicked cheap price right on the third base side. Okay. But and I was rooting, and I was rooting for Venezuela after. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a Portuguese fest because in Newark there's a place where it's all like Portuguese. I f- they had their huge festival. I fell in love like ten times that night. I swear to God, if I had a ring, I would have been married. It's it's just dark. And they would have been pregnant. Beautiful, but just exotic <laughs> women. Exactly, it, I, I agree. It's unreal. American women just don't do it for me. That's awesome. Anyway, yeah. Actually, I have an awkward story. It involves me and Pat. It, it's about... Oh, Christ. Oh, you sucked his dick, didn't you? No, it was, it was, about, it was about eight <laughs> We both closed ago. each other's eyes, so you couldn't tell it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were at a party. <laughs> and actually, this this involves... Uh, remember the... the uh, it was one of our early episodes. We talked about the kid who Steve told what a blowjob was to. Yeah. His, uh, older, yes. his older brother was there. I don't know him yesterday. Holler out to one that... <laughs> Holler! <laughs> so we're at a party, and I'm annihilated. And... He one night was sitting next to another kid who actually he he passed was it five years six years now yeah just about at freak motorcycle accident but I thought one nut was picking on him I'm hammered I just <laughs> cracked one nut <laughs> in his face and like, he stands up and goes what the fuck what were you doing I was like you were fucking picking on him stop being an asshole he's like. We were just talking. You know, like, I, was, I was like annihilated. He was just that hammered. I was. I've seen Joe. So the next morning, stories. I wake up. Okay, and I'm like, it's bright, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I look, and the sky. Is like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And Pat is like, dude, dude, wake up! And I look, my feet, my like ass is like. On his windshield, and my feet are like <laughs> onto his roof, and I slept on the fucking hood of his car. Upside down, like now you know. How's your hair? No idea how he got there. He must have slid. <laughs> I probably. I, I got on his car and slept the night away. Oh my! On the, on the hood of his car, I woke up like. <laughs> what? what? Where? What? Those are the awkward things when you wake up and you're so drunk and you don't know where you're at. I don't even remember. Like, the last thing I remember was punching one nut. Like, yeah. <laughs> your pants on at least? Yeah, it does. Oh, fully clothed, and I'm just like, Black what the hell? Rest. And then we went to Denny's for breakfast. Like, yep. it was... Fucking Molly get gets you every time. <laughs> no, this was, years, this was years before Molly. Like, yeah, that was before Molly. Came out. When it was like, it was just weed and shrooms mm-hmm. and stuff. But the, that was just purely beer, though. Yeah, it was just beer. It was just the stuff that won't kill you. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was ice. Snatty ice. I remember another time with Pat. We were ninth grade, I want to say. And we had a dance that night. And we went over, we went to my parents' house after we were at your grandmother's house. Oh, yes! And we were at my parents' house. My dad wasn't supposed to be home from work till like, 5 o'clock, and this was, like, 4 o'clock. Now, anybody who grew up with me knew, like, if you don't go to my house, like, when my dad was like, my dad was <laughs> a complete monster. So we're, we're all upstairs, we're all hanging out, and all of a sudden you hear, boom, do, 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 do. I'm like, shit. 
I run downstairs. My dad's home. And there's like six of us. So we go in, like, my attic wasn't, like, in a, in a real attic, but you, you, guys yeah, you were like, hiding people? Dude, we <laughs> hid, <laughs> we hid in, like, the attic for, like, 45 minutes. Like, dance is supposed to start. My dad, like, went to the bathroom or something, and, like, I opened the front door. Like, go, 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 go. It was like, Seal Team 6. Out of there, out of there, out of there. was like, I'm like, right, dad, I'm going to the dance. And I was like, he was going to eat us. He's going to eat us. He's going to eat us. Joe's face, though, like, he looked at us like the world was literally about to end. And we were like, oh, shit. We're fucked. We're fucked. It was absolutely horrendous. That was a bad one. Anybody got any awkward stories they want to end on? I got nothing awkward this week. I got nothing awkward this week. My life's perfect. Pat, why don't you tell us your story from this weekend? (laughs) Uh, What a good one. So I went to a wedding of my buddies out in Buffalo. And, uh, Buffalo love. Yep. Go Bills! And you were out there last week, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, I get screwed over. I got to get a hotel all by myself. I was supposed to share it with one of his buddies, but he bailed on the wedding. And uh, so I had an extra bed. Well, we go to the wedding, and I meet this girl. Well, first we start making out before I know her name. Uh, it's always a great way to start, <laughs> start a wedding. Like. Well, the, the bride's father uh, was walking by her, and she had a cupcake. And she was, like, kind of looking at it, deciding if she was going to eat it. And he just jammed it in her face. And then, nice. he, then she just ate your face. So she turned around, and I was there, and I was laughing. So she stuck her tongue with all the cupcake on it down my throat. And afterwards, I was just like, and my name's Anthony, and, like, shook her hand. Slap hands. Wow. <laughs> so was, was, she, her na- was her name the, uh, what's the bitch you just talked about? No, double beach. No, no, Double mouth. It's a good thing, because she brought a, uh, she brought a gay guy to the wedding. So we thought she had the date, but then... Ah, uh, it was like a cover. So, yeah, yeah. So she uh, ended up staying in my room uh, along Covered with the gay guy, but we set him off to a, an after party, and she said, we're not going to sleep together. I said, absolutely not. And then, uh, you know, we woke up in each other's arms. It was a great Aww. night. Did you at least get a number or anything? Uh, I do, actually. Uh, oh, all these things throughout the day, so... Uh, you didn't even fuck her? Absolutely. Oh, all right. I got, woke up in each other's arms. Sorry, I was like, It wasn't the notebook, okay? All right. All right. We're not eighth grade getting no two all right. Listen, You gotta be direct. She, she, she gave me a handy, guys. I got the old fashioned. It was amazing. I don't even like handies now. No, because, all right, I don't put on the girl's makeup because she could do it a lot better. Don't give me a hand yeah. because I do it the best. This is the way. This is the way. Yeah, this is the way I look at it. There's only there only needs to be one person to give me a hand job for the rest of my life. Exactly. Have you guys ever really like? You guys have gotten hand jobs. It like, takes me forever. I have never. Sleep. I've never got like a full hand job where I've came. They're awful. In like I, I've never had. I've had, I've had one ex. Actually, the girl I lost my virginity to. She lucky girl. She fucking <laughs> and like it was firm enough. But like it wasn't no like friction. too firm. Yeah, yeah. She had tiny it hands. She had very tiny hands. And <laughs> she like, and it wasn't just like it wasn't just like the lay there stroke me. It was very like she was like, well, let's get this operation done. <laughs> like intense. Like like we were young, so like it was like thirty percent. <laughs> and I'm like. I'm gonna do this myself. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, somebody else wants to touch my wiener. Yeah, 
Yeah. Isn't it great when you're 13 and 14 just getting hand jobs? Oh like, my God. it's phenomenal. Just, like, you remember the first time, like, you dry humped? You were so excited. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, I got a bonnet through my yeah. jeans and it was touching her. Yeah, and then you had to go You know what the weirdest feeling of my life was? The first time I fingered a girl, I was like, what is this? Was I doing something wrong? I know. The first time you go to do it, you can't find it, so you're like, use my finger to guide I got this. Like, and then, yeah. like, okay, yeah. okay, and then like you're in. You're like, yeah. oh, oh shit, it's amazing. the rest of my life. I remember the first, after the first night, gave a girl a little finger. I woke up. The little finger? Or a, no, just, a little, you know, just a little bit. Well, I woke up without like washing my hands, and I was like, what the fuck is that smell? And you're just like, oh, God. Oh, no. Jesus hates her. I have this stink finger. No. That was terrible. That's so I learned that you know if you ever use a finger, just wash it off quick. Oh, that's basic hygiene right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually your hammer. You know what I mean? You do it, and you're just like. <laughs> so if it stings, don't touch the pink. That's right. <laughs> and if you're really desperate, touch the pink. Yeah, yeah, just, just fucking yeah, just man up. Either drink a lot or just. Unless you live in fucking Maryland and you fucking can go to high school there. I just. Oh, that would have taken a handy and. J- <laughs> <laughs> I want to find her on Tinder. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> fucking in it. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> Teen mom, watch out. All right, well, I think this concludes this uh, week's episode. This is uh, Joseph Stones, Captain, Steve, Pat, and this is just BS. We're